0: I'm Greta Kavia, host and founder of Maswanda Has A Podcast. To really help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us today. Thank you. So welcome to the process of creating. Um, I know who you are but um for my listeners please introduce yourself and yeah let's start from there
1: okay yeah so my name is Phoebe Raphael I'm I'm a mother of one I currently live in Chelmsford in Essex I grew up in North London in Enfield um and yeah what else would you like to know just (laughs) <laughs> i don't need your social security or anything like that I don't need
0: okay <laughs> i'm a libra i i like long walks no <laughs> um, no but um, so to start off um the question by a question mm. round um if you could lose all your memories BB, which
1: memory would you want to lose last Oh, the memory of my son—he's just so amazing. He's like full of life, character. He's the love of my life. So, every single memory of him would be the very last that I'd ever want to lose because I treasure them so dearly. Yeah, and he means the world to me. So, yeah, that would be the very last Absolutely. memory I'd ever like to lose. Oh, that—that that, of course, of course, that's a that's a beautiful memory.
0: Um, if. You, they could make a sandwich
1: that represents you what would be in that sandwich okay so I think quite a classic sandwich like a cheese with cucumber but then you got to have some pepper up in there, a little bit of spice to spice yeah. it up, well, you know you can see it coming so you think it's all you know okay, nice yeah. and calm and mellow and then you get that kick when you take a bite so I think nice cheese
0: cucumber and then a nice little pepper in there to spice it up like that, a little bit heat nice i like that I, love, <laughs> I like a good cheese and cucumber even though i shouldn't eat cheese because mm. i'm lactose intolerant but i do love a good bit of cheese every favorite. now and again yeah every a now and
1: again,
0: heat. <laughs> um <laughs> and finally if they could make a movie about you what genre would that movie be and who would you want to play you
1: Okay, so it would have to be a comedy just because I feel like you've got to make fun out of every situation. So even if you're going through a bad time, there's joy in every situation. And the person that would have to play me is Taraji P. Henson, just because I feel like she's just such an amazing actress. I feel like sometimes um she just she has a little bit of my personality in her. Yeah. She she's very animated and she's good at doing comedy with Drama, so yeah. you still get the sense of um the realness, but there's a little bit of comedy in there, which is why I think she'd be perfect to play me. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love Taraji. I absolutely yeah. love her. Like, she's amazing. She's, she's, she's amazing.
0: beautiful. Yeah, and her story is absolutely incredible as well. Like yeah. she gives, she like every time I think about, oh, you know, it's too late. I can't do this. Like I mean, I just think Taraji didn't start until she was much older she's done it exactly and she's, she's done, done it. it so it's never too late it really is never too late exactly yeah. so thank you for u- answering those little funny little questions of mine um so obviously the podcast is called the process of creating and mm-hmm. I talk to creatives now you Phoebe, are a creative in the greatest sense of the word word like you you write now you're
1: an author um what else do you do let's let's start there oh well i love writing songs uh-huh. so writing songs is just oh i just love it it's like a passion it's it's my getaway it's just how i feel like i create my masterpieces um i'm a poet as well i love writing poets i paint as well i've got paintings oh look there's one here i'll show you quickly. Okay one of my paintings that I've done oh, recently, wow. I just love creating, anything artistic and creative mm-hmm. is just, it's just for me, yeah. I just yeah.
0: love it, yeah, it, 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 it's in you, it's who you are, mm-hmm. okay, so artist. you are, yeah, you really are, so okay, so let's start off with then, where does it all stem from, um, d- did you always create when you were younger? Um, or have you kind of started to do it as you're getting older and you know you you um, you use it as a as a way to kind of release the pressures of, of everyday life and everything else or is it like you know
1: you are a creative being how, how did you start well from as early as I can remember I've always loved to draw and write So even in primary school, one of my earliest memories, I can remember um, entering into a poetry competition. I think I must have been in about year three or four. And I entered into the competition and then I won. And then I was able to have one of my poems published in this book. For the life of me, I can't find it anywhere, which is a shame. But I think that's, that's where it started as an encouragement. So it kind of lit my flame per se to say yeah this is something that I've actually been recognised for so I will continue to do. I've always been good at drawing, art, painting whilst being in school but I felt like that little piece of inspiration through that competition Mm -hmm. lit a fire for writing within me so it's always been something that I would love to do. In secondary school I made a little um, click and we used to write little raps and stuff and then go around saying our raps in school we used to think we were so cool yeah and um yeah it was just it just never left me to be honest with you yeah
0: no that's that's lovely
1: um so when
0: we're talking about your writing um yeah. we've obviously got your book so we'll we'll dive a, a lot more into the book side of um mm-hmm. your creativity but how does your process start where Where does Phoebe need to be, Um, where does Phoebe need to go, and how does Phoebe then finish when she's in her process of creating? Could you just give us the A, B, C, D, if there is an A, B, C, D?
1: Yeah, it really does depend because I could literally be anywhere and then something will come to me and I'll literally have to write it down there and then so it could be that I have to write it in my phone notes just so I don't forget or if it's a song chorus that I just keep hearing in my head I'll just record it quickly and then come back to it later but it's so spontaneous like it just it just comes or I could be in a place and then it would remind me of a particular person or a particular thing and then I just get these inspirations or ideas where I just have to lay it down so it's not like I have to be in a particular place or a particular headspace to become creative it's literally just spontaneous it's there and then sometimes when I try too hard and I say okay I'm gonna sit down now and write a song Mm. or write a poem um it doesn't happen so I don't think I'm the kind of person that needs to dedicate a time and a space where I can be creative it just happens spontaneously however um when I'm in the shower that's where most of my ideas do come to me yeah so I'll be in the shower and then I'll get a crazy idea for a song or a poem i'll just start reciting reciting a poem in my head and i think okay when i come out i need to write it down so it's literally that would be my favorite place but it really is spontaneous, spontaneous. So it just comes to me yeah and i just have to to get it out there and then so that's beautiful
0: i love that i love that like i think you're the first person to actually truly say no i'm a spontaneous creative like everybody i've kind of spoken to sort of like there is a degree of spontaneity in it, but then they're quite methodical. Like they, they plan it out. They have to be in a certain type of mind space. Like they can't it can't be too busy, all that type of stuff. So the fact that you're like in the shower, a nice <laughs> hot shower.
1: Listen <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Best can't, is. <laughs> it can't be too quiet around me. It can't be too organized because then I feel like I just I just give myself the block what we call like the writer's block or the creative block so mm-hmm. it, it literally is spontaneous it might I might go a week or two weeks without doing anything and then all yeah. of a sudden all these amazing ideas come out so yeah spontaneous okay
0: so talking about like all these amazing ideas like inspiration and the book um first of all tell us what is the book what's the book about um
1: I love it yes. beautiful. Um, so, yeah so yeah Yeah, my book, Afro Boy and the Bears, it's about a young boy who lives with his mother and father and he goes off on an adventure and finds himself meeting these three lovely bears and then we get to see his amazing interaction with these bears and he goes home and tells his parents all about it and they're kind of like, really, you met bears? And then, yeah, it's just following his story. My inspiration was my son because I used to read him a lot of stories when he was a lot younger and I realized that most of the stories I was reading to him none of the characters looked like him so I decided to make up my own stories and just involve him in the stories and he really enjoyed that and I decided to just to actually make a book why not just turn my stories into a real life book Mm. which is what i done with Afro Boy and the Bears. And because he had the most amazing Afro, he's cut it off now, but he had the most amazing hair, bright, light brown hair. Oh, it was just amazing. And that's where the inspiration came from, Afro Boy and the Bears.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. No, it is so cute. Like it, it, it's literally like one of those situations where it's lovely to see representation. Like, yeah. you know. And I, 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 too, am a believer that if you are teaching them as kids that, you know, you can have all these stories that have got a good moral um, message and it, and it looks like them, they're going to digest it better. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We yeah. all know Goldilocks and the Three Bears, but I'm yeah. not Goldilocks. Well, not <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> well, not, now. Not, now. <laughs> not now, but I'm not like... I wasn't Goldilocks, so it was sort of like moved so I, I yeah. that's what I really liked about it, is that it is very much in, involves like obviously he's mm-hmm. talking to bears <laughs> that's not really but then you can it's really whimsical and it's beautiful actually yeah um, no, it really is yeah when you were writing it like when when you know the the, the whole um, idea came through and everything else where, was there a moment where you were like am I actually gonna question certain things I'm going to rebel against certain things and or were you like I'm actually going to avoid certain subjects or did you just think this is a children's book I'm just going to make a children's book
1: (laughs) to be honest I don't know if I thought about it in that much detail but I did I was a bit skeptical about the title of the book I didn't know how it would be digested I didn't know how Um, people would perceive it if they hear that title and think like why would I want to buy a book called Afro Boy like what why so and then I thought to myself do you know what it's being creative some people might like it some people might not at the end of the day it's my story it's my book and I'm going to call it what I like I then also wanted the the character to reflect my son and I know within um the BAME community I didn't want the the child to be like, I don't know. I didn't want him to be like the the stereotypical, um, you know, dark brown skin because we come in all different shades. So I thought yeah. I want him to look exactly like my child. And sometimes, you know, black children are born with bright ginger hair. I saw this and my godson's got the most amazing red hair and it's just, crazy how our genetics and our genes work and i wanted that to be reflected in the story to say you know what we come in all different shades all different colors so yeah i just thought to myself i'm not going to stick to the norms i'm not going to play it safe i'm just going to be creative yeah and just do what feels right and what i like and that's basically what i did with this book the main the main cause for concern was the title but i thought i'm just gonna go for it
0: exactly I mean, it, th- those that want to read it will buy it. And those that don't yeah. want to, they'll probably still buy it, which you give you to chain. But people will <laughs> buy it. <laughs> Either way, yeah. you know, to, to cuss it out, you need to buy it. To love it, you need to buy it. Or yeah, you don't. Exactly. There's only three don't yeah. Or you don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love it. I love the title. Um, what is the hardest thing for you? Is it the actual starting to write, or is it the keeping the story going that actually sitting down and typing and is it the same um writing process as when you're writing a song or a
1: poem was it the same kind of process you used to write your book um with this particular book the process for me was I just got everything down and it's just going back and reading over it and thinking oh wait that part doesn't sound right and then because it's a it's a rhyming story it's also finding words that rhyme without losing the true essence of the story so you might write it and then you think I can't actually use that word because it doesn't make sense or it doesn't rhyme or it just doesn't fit so it's having to then adapt the story to make it readable and then thinking about your target audience would they understand Um, What do children wanna hear when they're reading stories? So using words that they can relate to. Whereas when you're writing a song, you're literally just writing the song. You're just saying, well, my listeners are gonna hear it and feel it. But when you're writing a children's story, you actually really need to take them into consideration. So yeah, you get your your, um, creativeness out, but then you have to get your thinking cap on to say, okay, now we need to make it suitable. And then the grammar needs to be correct all the spellings need to be correct. So there's a lot more to think about within the story and just going through, um, making it perfect and making it suitable for the children that are going to be reading it. So it's a different process. I think with writing songs, it's a lot easier for me because it's literally just emotion, how I'm feeling. Um, But with the story, there's a lot more going over it. So once the creative side is out of the way, going, going back over it, just to making sure everything's perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I've always wanted to write a book, but like mm-hmm. when I hear you, you're like you think about what's your target audience, and I'm there. Like, is it sort of like you know, um when you're when you're creating a brand, or when you're mm-hmm. like, is you that the way you meant to think of it? Like, okay, so my target audience is this, and this is the type yeah. of book I'm gonna write. But then at the same time, nowadays you kind of then get people like uh, J.K. Rowling. wrote Harry Potter but there's all these adult themes embedded in it so then you think to yourself who is her target do you know what I
1: mean like she's a very clever writer the way that she's done it because yeah I feel that way about Shrek as well Shrek is a a children's one yeah it's another one (laughs) yeah but when adults watch that we catch on to certain things that are in there and we're like oh yeah we can relate and we can laugh along yeah as well so yeah it's, it's yeah they're very creative
0: in the the way they're doing it yeah i mean well um when listening to music um obviously you you write songs what kind of music do you listen to um do you have like a playlist for when you're writing or are you more like i need to sit in a I know you said you don't like silence when you're creating um, so do you listen no. to music do you, or do you want people talking or is your son running around so you can be like and you know you can use what he's doing to kind of describe
1: what Afroboy was doing like yeah <laughs> so I um, do not you know what? it really depends on my mood to be honest with you I don't have a particular um, playlist per se but um, I have a few favourites so I might go through my my um, lover's rock revival kind of mood and then flip it over to Beyonce and a little bit of hip hop here and there. And then, so I might, yeah, it just really depends what mood I'm in. But with, um, with my writing and being creative, I do like to be in a busy environment. It does give a little bit of inspiration, especially with my son, because I look at what he does, how he's acting, what he likes to do. Just, it just, I don't know it just gives me inspiration whether i'm writing about him or not it just keeps the mind busy keeps the mind thinking and yeah and it just yeah it stimulates the thought process I, I suppose but um one of my favorite songs that i listen to whenever i complete writing is all the way up i don't know if you've heard that one <laughs> I love that. Stop me. I'm all the way up all the way up. No, <laughs> exactly. all the way up i love that song nice. it just gets me so excited i'm like yes i can do this <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i love that i love that i love that the other day i was watching i was on TikTok, which is like my i need to delete that app i really do like it's i can spend four or five hours <laughs> anyway and then i was watching um cat williams and he was talking about um hustle every day I'm uh, yeah. hustling and now Been that's hustling, my yeah. hype yeah <laughs> like I'm just like it's so true like it gets you in mm-hmm. the mode like yeah. now i'm gonna work yep <laughs> yep yeah.
1: yeah. no it really does hype you up some songs really do hype you up that's my hype song i have to say although oh, so, yeah
0: I love that um would you rather be liked or trusted
1: hmm i think trusted i think the reason being not everyone's gonna like you. But if they can trust you to get the job done or trust you to do something that they need doing, then you'll probably go further in life. Mm. So not everyone's gonna like you, but I think trust being trusted will get you a lot further. A lot further, 100%. Um, what's your most useless talent? Oh, I don't actually have a useless talent. I'm trying to think, don't think? Nice, to. yes, <laughs> nothing's useless. No, I then. don't have a useless talent. <laughs> All guess, talents are a blessing.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I used to think um my tripping, my ability to be able to trip without any aid, was a useless talent. And then somebody was like, "Have <laughs> you ever thought about like maybe if Michael B. Jordan was standing there and you just tripped?" I'm
1: like, listen. Do you, you ever think sometimes been, when you back. walk past, you might be in front of people or in a in a busy room and you forget how to walk? <gasps> <laughs> it's just a random thing. You just forget all of a sudden how to walk. It's like, yeah. do I go right first or left? Well, what's going left on? Left. And then you just stop. <laughs> You're like, did anybody see that? Awkward <laughs> moment. <but> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, pandemic. I mean, I know you were saying like you still you 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 were working today and you didn't nap and everything else. But how have the various lockdowns that we were under? and then now it's like hopefully soon june 21st god please please we can finally come out and have I know. a normal <laughs> summer at least
1: yeah um, hopefully
0: yeah but like as a creative what have you taken out from lockdown and pandemic and
1: everything else like what are you taking away with you I'm taking away with me that it's completely okay to be in your own space and to be comfortable with yourself and to also learn yourself, like get to know yourself, date yourself, have movie nights with yourself, just be comfortable in your own space. Mm. And I think that I will be having a lot more personal time to myself because I've enjoyed it so much. I've gotten to know what I like, what I don't like, who I am how I react in difficult situations it's just it's I'll be taking that with me just making sure that I always create time for myself and being comfortable in my own space without always being busy I think that's an important thing that I'll take away with me and also just cherishing those who are important in your life and who are close to you just don't take anyone or anything for granted because even something simple as you know just popping out to go and see one of your friends during lockdown you can't do that so it's just really appreciating quality time <laughs> oh, yes. and learning to be comfortable in your own space I'll definitely be taking that with me Hundred uh, percent.
0: me it's actually becoming comfortable with others is what I've like decided like okay because before I, I I used to just be I would throw myself into a situation and I would never be actually 100% be there. Okay. And people would see, like, the battery draining. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, and like you said, like, it's kind of like going through the steps of getting to know who you are again and, yeah. and mm-hmm. starting a relationship with yourself again and then being like, mm-hmm. okay, so this is what I can tolerate. And I'm ready now to give that much to people, mm-hmm. not just be like, okay, you can have all of me. And then no. it's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, but You've yeah, got to keep some for yourself, isn't 100%, 100%. it? Hundred percent. percent. Um, would you rather be feared or envied?
1: Ooh. I think it's nice to be envied every now and again. It just shows that you're doing something nice exactly. or doing something that um that other people feel are you know is is worthy of being envied. I think hmm. yeah, envied more than feared. Yeah. Yeah. Percent. So, yeah. Envied
0: all the way. It <laughs> um. Um, How has your creativity from your drawing and painting to your writing to just, you know, your everyday creative self kind of helped your mental well-being and maybe someone else outside of your circle? How have you kind of created an environment or a space or something that has kind of
1: come back in a positive way? okay it's been a saving grace to be honest with you because I think without being able to be creative or express myself the way that I like to do it I think it would be very detrimental to my mental health because I would feel like I'm not able to be myself I'm restricted I'd feel caged in but being able to to be creative gives me the ability to to be myself and express myself the best way that I like to do and the best way that I can, it's, it's therapeutic. It's, it's just it's just seeing um, like a blank canvas come to life with all these different colours and it reflects your mood as well. Um, when you sing and you ex- you just express how you feel emotionally through singing or writing or even poetry, you get to see everything inside come out and come to life and then reflect on that so you can look back at poems well i can look back at poems that i've written and remember the space that i was in at that time was it a happy space was it a sad space so it is very therapeutic yeah and the way that it's helped others around me oh my gosh my mother she had i think it's been her saving grace with me writing this book because she she was my biggest Fan in regards to actually getting it published because of course I've got loads of stories I read it to my son but she was the one that was saying you need to get this out there you need to be able to share with the rest of the world your your talents that you have so when I finally was able to get it published, it was just like she just came to life and was able to, you know, show off to her friends. And because she was very involved in um, education before, so it's also going back to the schools and saying, you know, um, this story could be put towards, you know, your um, diversity collection in regards to the, to the literacy. And and it, it just brought her back out and just brought her to life. So I feel like that was it was something that she could focus on. Um, without focusing on you know the lockdown experience it was something positive that has come out of that situation that she was able to you know feel like she could promote and be happy about so
0: yeah oh yeah that's lovely I love it when like you know when you when you when you get that glow you see it in their eyes that pride and just that that (laughs) happiness for their child like it's like the best feeling when it's aimed at you I don't know mm-hmm. how many of you are youth there are in your family. There's four of us. So whenever it's aimed yeah. at me,
1: I'm like, yay! yay! Green! <laughs> <laughs> finally! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's four of us as well. So i got to have my time to shine. Finally.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, in those times where your creative confidence has kind of taken a knock mm. and you're kind of like be like what what to do how have you what are some of the little tricks that you've kind of developed to keep you going and to kind of be like you know what because getting a book published I don't know like I imagine it's not the easiest of things um so you know how did you kind of go through the ups and downs and everything else
1: I think it's just remembering that if you don't try, you won't succeed. So there's no point giving up at any stage because if you don't do, you won't get. So that was my mentality. And even when I did get setbacks or kickbacks or negative feedback or I I encountered a roadblock, I told myself that there is a reason for this because it just could be that this door is not meant for me and another one will open. It's just leading me on the right track That I need to go on so I told myself that I'd never look at a situation or a no as a negative but a stare in the right direction and sometimes it's good just to take a step back and just think or take a breather because if you keep going all the time you know eventually you will burn out so it's it's a good idea to have a rest have a break and then recharge yourself and get back out there but just never give up is the approach that I took yeah.
0: yeah yeah that that's I think that's one thing that creators always need to kind of remember is that it it's that one thing that made that artist or that musician or that great they've got years of yeah nose and that's trash burn it whatever that they're sitting on so you kind of have to just keep going keep going, keep you have going to. develop yeah. yourself and one day you just come to a point where you're like oh I'm actually pretty great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So, is there like one lesson that you've that you've learned that maybe wasn't anything to do with creativity, but it's come back as a positive for your
1: creative self and your work? Oh yes. Just don't rush the process. Do not rush creativity do not rush and do you know what don't doubt yourself because you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and sometimes negative feedback is good feedback just take it on board listen to what that person's got to say but it doesn't mean you have to digest it just learn from it and another thing that i realized along the way just in life in general is if someone says, why are you doing that? Like, what what is the sense of doing that? You know, what's the purpose? So-and-so has done it already, or this has been done. What makes you any different? You are you. You are unique. There's only one of you in this world. So if you can bring something different to the table, then you will, because it will be yours. Do not get discouraged, because sometimes when you're encountered by... When, when you experience negative feedback or, you know, roadblocks or people not... Um, you know accepting or liking your creativity or just the way that you are in life there always will be someone else that will not everyone drinks orange juice some people drink apple juice you know not everyone likes coke some people like pepsi so it doesn't mean that anyone's any better or any less than the other it's just personal preference and Mm. you'll get your time to shine so I've just learned that You can take on board negative feedback, but don't ever let it stop you along the way. And don't let negative comments change who you are or what you decide to do. 100%. Listen, haters will hate.
0: Potatoes will always potato. I haven't heard that one before. That is cute. Do you know what I mean? Like It's it's sort of like... uh, Yeah. They're never saying anything new you know somebody was coming to kind of discourage you or to kind of tell you you're not doing like anything it's like they're not saying something that's not been said to somebody else before before exactly
1: okay yeah thank you yeah i'll take take, it on board just take it with a pinch of salt yeah take it with a
0: pinch of salt and carry on move on um how has technology helped you how has social media helped and how have you kind of navigated it all like
1: I'm okay. barely hanging on. I'm not gonna well, lie. yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm still learning in regards to technology and social yeah. media because I feel like such an old person. I'm I'm just yeah. I'm not getting my head around it as quickly as I should. But I feel like during the lockdown period, it has been my saving grace, especially with releasing a book in lockdown. I was saying to my mom, I don't know what I'm going to do because usually when you release a book, you have like a launch party. You have people come in and you sign the books for them and you get to you know have this big show or big party or just big arrangement in regards to showcasing your your work that you've worked so hard to put together and produce but during lockdown I wasn't able to do that so I was thinking how would I be able to you know showcase my book but using technology and using um, social media I just use it to my advantage the best way that I could you know with the the obvious ones like um Instagram and Facebook and TikTok as you said that you don't you know <laughs> you scare it off <laughs> so You'll I probably come to across a video of yours like in the hours that oh, yeah, yeah. That you spend on there. Yeah. So I've used those to my advantage and just um, use that to help me promote my book as much as possible. You know, people post and then gets reposted and then reposted. So Mm -hmm. I've just used that to my advantage. So yeah, it's been my saving grace for my book release during lockdown. Yeah yeah
0: it, it is it, it has like especially things like zoom i remember at the start, the first lockdown we were talking about this with my sisters actually like we were all like having birthdays on zoom we were always yeah. talking on zoom and, yeah. and now it's like okay you're calling me fine it, so. <laughs> but when when i come out of it i'm actually going to appreciate those moments a lot more because yeah it was other other than that it would have just been me and my mother sitting in our in our little flat silent mm. you know so yeah. like yeah.
1: yeah the technology has been great but then at the same I can't stand the trolls but hey ho you don't like the trolls no one likes the trolls the trolls don't like the trolls themselves yeah,
0: <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean I think for me it's like I then be I troll the troll mm. so I'm always like you can't troll a troll like it's just it just <laughs> then I, I get, yeah I get into a, a, a weird space like mm-hmm. where I'm now invested in and then I was I was like, you know what? No, I had to get off Twitter for a while. I I'm, Yeah, I'm just you just get sucked in, Twitter. don't you? It's he horrible. Sucks you in.
1: Yeah. It's
0: horrible. But then yeah, I'll probably go back on and see something and I'll be like, <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> um, would you rather be praised or imitated?
1: Oh, I think praised. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I prefer to be praised than imitate. I know imitation is the best form of flattery. Mm. And there will always be situations where you probably are imitated. But I'd like to be praised. You know, praise for the good things that you do. That means yeah. that you are being recognised. Imitation is good, but I think praise is a lot better, in mm. my opinion. Yeah, praise me. My ego needs it. I'm not going to lie. My ego needs
0: it. Yeah. Praise. <laughs> oh, I need it. praise. <laughs> praise, <laughs> praise <laughs> Um, <laughs> I absolutely hate this question but I also think it's quite important in okay. getting people to really think about how things nothing is new right something mm-hmm. is is a reiteration or a remake of something that's already been done before like the clothes that we wear the makeup styles that we that we do the hair that nothing is ever really new um mm-hmm. But everybody seems to say, it's all been done before, now nobody's. But how are you, as, a, as the full creative and as the well-rounded creative you are, kind of yeah. navigating that lane of Phoebe, nothing's new, what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, well,
1: nothing's new, darling. The whole world is recycled at the end of the day, so let me just add my little bit of spice and my little bit of flavour to the situation. That's what I'm bringing to the table, a little bit of Phoebe for you to enjoy at the end of the day. Um, Yeah, things, people recreate and reinvent and it gets better at the end of the day for example we've got Michael Jackson and his song was um, remixed by SWV and then um, Chris Brown then done his own little version of the same kind of song so I feel like there's always you can always recreate out of something that's in existence already and make it I wouldn't say even more beautiful but unique within itself because you can add you can take away and yeah nothing's gonna be brand new Mm. so the world is full of you know recycled imagination yeah. and features and creativity so exactly yeah 100
0: yeah. um if you could have an imaginary friend
1: mm-hmm.
0: what historical figure would you have as your imaginary friend oh historical figure
1: dead or mm-hmm. alive Oh, who would I have historical figure? Oh, Mansa Musa, baby. Really? Mansa Musa, he was so rich. He could take me wherever I want to go in this world. Right, The Jeff Bezos of yeah. his time. <laughs> I'd be like, Mansa Musa, yes. Ching, ching, ching. Yes, I'd have him as my imaginary friend. We can go, yeah, we could tell the world. There'll be nothing that's outside of my reach. Yeah, he was a great man he did great yeah. things so I think I'd have Mansa Musa right there with me nice um, what's
0: the best advice you've ever received and what would you tell your younger
1: self um, the best advice I received was yeah every journey starts with a first step so that that's always been something that's resonated with me and i'll tell my younger self just don't worry just take your time don't worry everything will be okay just take your time and believe in yourself do not worry too much about what others think of you just make sure that you are true to who you are Mm. so that would be my advice and lastly um Legacy.
0: Ever since me watching Black is King, that's all I ever think about. It's like, oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> oh my days! I feel like that was the Lion King we should have, like we should have got, not the crap that they gave us, that Natural Geographic BS. The Black is King is actually Lion King. Like the way, yeah, the way it's set out, the different, like it's literally the story, but it's told through people and i feel oh like God. that would have been a better new lion king than that tomfoolery
1: really. oh, spirit it, yeah. made
0: sense in that one and anyway listen when i get started about like <laughs> <got an> <laughs> <one. laughs> i digress but like legacy like is there is that something that you think about is it something that you would ever think about like how do you want to be remembered creatively um and as a person in general like I, I mean, I'll always remember you as this lovely person that I met for the first time, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to be her. Oh. <laughs> I think I even said it to you. I'm like, I
1: want to be you. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, I want to be remembered just as a, a free spirit, a loving person that's just, you know, just a free spirit that was true to myself. I think that will be my legacy, just true to who I am and free, just free to create, free to, you know, make all these these lovely things that can be experienced and loved by everybody. Yeah, nice and delicate, just a nice free spirit, nothing too wild or, you know. Yeah. yeah nothing
0: over you're, you're not you're, genuinely you're not that you're not an overcomplicated person and you are like you're very inviting you're, you're a warm spirit and it was it was like my first encounter of you was the best encounter and yeah so oh bless thank you so, your, your legacy is <laughs> um yeah. thank you Phoebe for joining me tonight I've enjoyed our you. little chat um yeah pleasure yeah. Before you go, let the people know where they can get the book, where they can find you on social media, find any more information about the book. Just yeah, plug, plug away.
1: Okay, so you can find my book on Amazon. Um, it's also at Waterstones, WH Smith's Foils, or you could go directly to the publishers, which is um, Olympia Publishers. And um, you can find me on Instagram. So my Instagram page is Books by Phoebe. So it's an open page you know you can follow like what you like and and like the pictures and yeah that's where you can find me nice
0: awesome thank you so much thank um, you it's been fabulous yeah yeah that's it. all right thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right Hi,